Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. Good morning, good morning, friends. <laughs> this is Wesley Wright, your own bougie foodie. I am back. The I'll say the radio station is back. Um, we had some, I don't know, antenna problems or something like some te- technical difficulties. We'll leave it at that. But we are back, and I am live. Last week, I was supposed to have a recorded show, but apparently we were still having some type of issues. Anyway, I am so glad to be back. Here in the Twin Cities, um, sometimes you need to go see family. So that's actually what I did. Not that you need to know all of my business or whatever. But anyway, I <laughs> I am glad to be back here and being live with you all. Uh, this is a wonderful Saturday. A little overcast, but you know, it's, it's going to be warm today, y'all. I, I can feel it. And it's already, what, 10 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, be prepared. Make sure you hydrate and drink a lot of water. Anyway, thank you all for so much for sitting down with me this morning. Um, get, again, it's a wonderful Saturday morning. You know that the Unbougie Foodie um, show is all about food, uh, whether it be food um, resources within your community, within the neighborhood, or talking about new restaurants and food issues, um, you know, such as food equity and accessibility within the community. These are all the type of topics that uh, we talk about or I talk about here on the Umbuji Foodie. So just take a few moments, if you would, uh, and sit down with me. Hopefully you're having your coffee, breakfast, whatever, and you are going to hear about some interesting foods. Now, mind you, I'm going to I'm going to talk about some foods that I had when I was in Las Vegas. Not a lot. But still, some that I really feel like, oh, gosh, if you ever go to Vegas, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go and have um, it's one of them. I'm not really, it's a franchise, but I'm, I'm just going to kind of like mention it. it it's, it's Jack in the Box, but <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> and I know that sounds weird to even talk about because, you know, I don't normally talk about franchises. But let me give you the telephone number so that you can call in. And if you want to add in something or if you have a question or comment, please feel free. Call in at 651-234-79. 651-234-79. The phone lines are open for you, please. Uh, I would like to invite you definitely to follow me on Facebook. Uh, if you're not already, already, you'll see videos and well, now you'll see start to see more videos of me uh, enjoying places out um, having, you know, just a meal. 
Uh, but definitely um, information uh, still about foods uh, in the area, uh, topics about food. Uh, but please uh, follow me on social media. Facebook is the Unbougie Foodie. Uh, Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie, and Instagram is uh, the underscore Unbougie Foodie. So let's just jump right in because, and, and I'll start off with the, the I guess you want to say. Oh, yes, the franchise. Okay, if you've never been to Los Angeles, um, hmm, I'll say if you've never been, if you've ever been out late uh, here in the, I guess in the Twin Cities, maybe, I don't know, Hardee's or Taco Bell. uh, um, (laughs) I know that's bad, but if you are being out late and you're like, gosh, I feel nosh for something. I, I want to nosh on something. Um, whether it be a taco uh, uh, with mystery meat or whatnot. Um, back on the on the West Coast, there's Jack in the Box. Now, mind you, Hardee's over on the West Coast is called Carl's Jr. But there's no Jack in the Box or anything similar to like Jack in the Box here in the Midwest. Not that I'm aware of. Anyway, um, they have a double cheese. That's wonderful. They have, gosh, they had these, uh, I'll just say these roost fries, which you're, you know, just probably thinking, okay, these are just, aren't they just regular fries? Yes and no. Um, that could probably be a topic. This next comment I'm about to make can be possibly a topic for conversation and maybe someone wants to comment on it but for right now I'll just say that fries like shoestring fries like ones that are served at McDonald's or Jack in the Box are delicious not to say that other fries are not trust me it's just that you know there sometimes when the fries are hot but they're wilty uh, but they're flavored really well anyway Jack in the Box has these shoestring fries smothered with with cheese and then uh, with cheese and then some bits of chicken like chicken strips or chicken nuggets anyway and I think that's where the roost fries comes in, into play but then they add this secret sauce now I don't know what the secret sauce is <laughs> But the secret sauce is delicious. And, you know, I I thought I brought a packet home um, from Las Vegas, but I, I don't think it made it. I don't know where it is. I can't seem to find it. I know I, I did not consume it. I did not put on anything here when I came back to the Twin Cities. But, uh, yeah, it was something. It was different. It had this tanginess about it and it I don't know even what to say that it was it was similar to it was almost like I I, it's hard to say it was almost like it was a chipotle mayo with some type of garlic or it was just something really interesting that I was like this is this is amazing stuff it was so good. I, I know that I wanted to just hurry up and get that out the way because, you know, again, it's not like I, I really talk about uh, uh, franchises that much and I have nothing against them. Believe me, 
I wanted to talk, always talk about something, some place or a restaurant or a food experience that is different uh, that you might find interesting. And you know me, I'm even going to talk about food trucks, which I find interesting because everyone has their own way of presenting food um, to a community or to individuals that love you know, the specific type of cuisine that they're uh, pro- uh, providing. So, you know, franchises aren't always in my wheelhouse to talk about, but uh, that's not to say that I I ever won't. So please feel free to, if you have a comment or if you know about (laughs) like a franchise, even if it is on the, on the West coast or some of your own coast, Midwest, that's a different story. East coast, West coast, mountain, (laughs) whichever the case is. Uh, please feel free to give me a call here and which brings me to another point um i really want to appreciate and say thank you for those that are on the TuneIn app that are listening that are streaming the show live know that you could go there uh, to www.tunein.com or else download the TuneIn app uh, to hear the show live but also you could go to www.weqy.org o-r-g and then click on the streaming uh icon as well and hear the and stream the show live as well so whichever you feel is easier the t- downloading the tune in app uh, gives you an opportunity to you know have it on any of your mobile devices sometimes you can even pair it in your car if you're savvy <laughs> but if you're local hey make sure you're tuning in to 104.7 fm weqylp st paul you know that we are the voice of the east side and of course you can hear this show every saturday at 10 a.m all right, so moving on, I gotta, I gotta tell y'all, man. Okay, uh, I'll leave like dessert kind of for the last order, but um, uh, just you've seen, kind of seen my my experience in Las Vegas, and hopefully my sisters are listening, and maybe they could call in and talk about, you know, our experience at Pier Eighty Eight Boiling Seafood and Bar. Now, mind you. Okay, I gotta say, uh, I just seriously, I wish something like this were here in in we're here in uh, the Twin Cities, and we might have one. It might be coming soon or something. I I don't know, but clearly they have something going on. I have not had the opportunity to go to King Crab or King uh, Cajun over on University Avenue as yet but I am so I want to go I definitely want to go I don't really want to go there by myself so I know that there's got to be one or two friends out there that are like okay well, we'll go with you uh, you guys come on <laughs> pick up the pace I'm waiting in the meantime I went to this place again Pier 88 Boiling Seafood and Bar in Las Vegas. They're located at 5825 Spring Mountain Road in Las Vegas, Nevada. 89146. A uh, huge huge shout out. Uh it was our first time there. We were trying to, you know, figure out, hey, where is there if there was any, you know, seafood boils in the area. And we came across, well, I found this place because my sister's like, I don't know where to look, blah, blah, blah. 
And we came across, I found this place called, you know, hello, Pier 88, uh, Boiling Seafood and Bar. And so we went there, we got settled in our hotel, um, and we, or where we, we, where we were staying. And, um, yeah, they were, gosh, it was just so amazingly good. Shout out, huge shout out to our server, Mariah. And you're probably wondering, was he ever going to actually talk about <laughs> my uh, talk about you know, where they had been or, or uh, yeah, of course I was going to talk about it. Of course I was going to mention it. So good, y'all. Just man, I tell you, I just it, it says so much about so so much <laughs> about. When you're speechless, speechless because of the fact that it was so good. Uh, I mean, literally, I I really wish this. Okay, so I'm good. We went there and we thought, okay, we'll we'll try to get some type of special or or whatnot and see what type of really what type of foods they have. Mm, Weren't exactly sure what we were going to actually encounter. But uh, we were definitely not, we were not disappointed. I'm just going to tell you the kind of, I guess, a specific price. It was like less than $30 for what we had. Each of us, of course. And this, how do I say this? This this bag, it had uh, crab legs, shrimp. I mean, jumbo shrimp. I just near prawn size, I'll say. And if you, you understand what I'm saying about prawn, it's about near prawn size. Um, potato, corn, uh, an egg, <laughs> a hard boiled egg or medium boiled egg, if you would. And beef and pork sausage. I, did, did you hear all that? For thirty dollars, I mean, it, it was it really was less than that. But I'm just saying. Yeah. But I think the the I'm gonna say this incorrectly, but but the pierre de resistance <laughs> was this sauce that they have. Now, when I tell you that they have this, what's called, um this 88 special sauce it is a house sauce again you know we're talking about seafood boil so it's a house sauce that you would normally have let's just say if you didn't if you said hey I'm just gonna go with your housemate fine it's housemade sauce mixed in or which incorporates a lemon pepper and also a garlic herb. Now, I don't know what's in the house-made sauce. But when I tell you that... Uh, my sister... My, my youngest sister. So, shout out to my youngest sister. Um, she makes her own sauce, if you would, for seafood boils. Uh, I don't know if she kind of follow, you know, sees... If you're not familiar. Be Lovely's 
you know, seafood boil or when she's doing mukbang on uh, YouTube. It's okay, you normally see this sauce knitting sitting next to her when she's dipping in her crab. Anyway, I don't know what's in this house sauce, but I sure wish I knew so that I could recreate this. Even to a, 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 a simple level. And then, you know, mix in a, a lemon pepper and then that garlic herb. When I tell you that every bit of that seafood boil, every part was tasty and flavorful and had all the sauce on it. It's interesting that we had a conversation, too, because, yes, in the Midwest, I know that we have seafood boils. Of course, I'm not going to pretend or try to you know play it down. But when you are near a coast, um, it really makes a difference. Uh, my sister was kind of I was like, why does this taste so much so different? She was like, brother, because they're getting theirs fresh every day. You know, early in the morning, they're getting their seafoods, their their mussels, their their shrimp, whatever, fresh every day. Versus in the Midwest, where sadly we have to kind of contend with frozen things uh, being they have they've been frozen and they have to be delivered, they have to be shipped in, trucked in, whatever. And, you know, the freshness is not there. And I don't want to say I'm going to have to move. (laughs) But clearly, uh, the difference in flavor, in texture, and admittedly, yes, even cracking of the shells of, like, the crab legs, you could definitely tell the difference. Like, when we're here, you know, here in the Twin, when I'm here in the Twin Cities, and I, if I have any type of, you know, seafood or crab legs or something, um, I mean, yes, there is still that that crack, you know, you're using maybe, uh, you know, uh, the crab tools that a nutcracker or whatever or crab cracker, as some folks might want to say. Um, and you still kind of get that crack still. But it's totally different when you are in uh, near the west coast or just any coast any coastal where the ocean is nearby and you're going to get your seafood very fresh just to the level of you dip your so the the the, um the shrimp themselves were they were butterflied but they still had the shells on them which still made it very easy to peel off but you dip the whole entire thing in the sauce and uh, forgive me for being so I'm bougie about this, but you put the whole thing in your mouth and you suck it, suck up all the, all the juice or the, the sauce. And then you peel it, you remove the shell and then you eat your shrimp. That's how you're supposed to do it. At least how it should be because Man, that that the flavor is just—it's undeniable. And that eighty-eight sauce—it's—it's mm, too—it's too, it's so much. It's too much to to discuss. 
I, I mean, it's not, but I'm just telling you that I can't really describe it to you sufficiently <laughs> because it is just that good, man. It really is. I so wish that uh, we had something very similar to that here. And uh, we might, hopefully. I mean, it won't be. We have some places. And I think, I believe Pure 88 is, it is a franchise too. Uh, not as big as some other places. Um, uh, but, you know, again, King Cajun is one. I know that there's like three or four that people talk about. Like, uh, is it Jonah's or something in Brooklyn Center or Brooklyn Park? You know, people just clamor over that one. I have not been, I have not had the opportunity to go over to um, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn area, Northeast area to go actually have that. But I'm looking forward to the opportunity sometime really soon. So I'm just saying. But along the lines, I'm going to kind of jump to the Twin Cities for just a moment there. And we're talking about seafood boil. So you're, I was wondering what, uh, what is probably going to go in the old or, or the outback, what well, used to be the outback steakhouse in Roseville. <laughs> well, apparently there is a restaurant by the name of Millions Crab. Yes, Millions Crab. M- Millions Crab is what it's called. Millions Crab. And apparently it is a popular uh, Cajun uh, seafood restaurant. I believe it started in Ohio, uh, I believe. But they are branching out. Uh, they are, you could find, if you're interested, you know, when they're supposed to be opening this month. Uh, I forget that it is July. So it is this month that they're going to be opening. But they mentioned that they have a number of Cajun seafood boils different types that are going to be available uh and i could say that it's coming soon because you know we haven't yet we have yet to actually see you know what is actually going to be available but if you go on to their site um again it's just coming soon other places for for millions crab uh gosh it's, it's just it's a lot of stuff y'all i mean dungeness crab Shrimp, lobster. Uh, it's supposed to be a huge, and we'll see what how they're going to actually measure up. You know, to uh, I don't know all the other places that are that are here in the Twin Cities. I mean, there's they're going to be serving king crab, lobster. These are just the different types. So it's not like I, I even have the inside scoop or know specifically where or specifically what they are actually going to be offering. However, <laughs> we're we're here for it. We're excited. And gosh, you know, if somebody were interested in going to um maybe like a seafood boil today or whatever, it sounds like a really good opportunity to do that. Uh, but Million Crab, Millions Crab is supposed to be coming in the, by the end of this month, I believe. It keeps saying soon, but they said ju- July. So 
Here we are, we're July 3rd. Yeah. Anyway, that's just along those lines. I just kind of wanted to touch on the that, you know, similar to, since we are, I started mentioning about um, Pier 88 Seafood Boil. Y'all, again, huge shout out uh, to Mariah, who, are, who was our server. She had to deal with our crazy that day. <laughs> and, um, you know, they have a, 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 a drink special. I think it's uh, the Great 88 or something like that. Anyway, it's you got you got to go there during happy hour <laughs> and have an adult beverage, um, which is very tasty. It was under a certain dollar amount that uh, has, I think, Benjamin Franklin. No, not Benjamin Franklin. Sorry. Uh, Abraham Lincoln on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. It's really good. And the food was we were planning to go back there like within like a two or three day time period. But we had other food plans. So if you're. <laughs> Haven't seen my videos of what I've been, where what I was doing in Las Vegas. Aside from visiting restaurants and so forth, when I get together with my family, I cook or we cook. I won't say I, but I do help in ways. Um, I try to make sure that they have libations available. I encourage conversation about food and what we're about to have. <laughs> I'm a food conversationalist. That's what I do. Uh, and so likewise, I want to encourage you, if you have any comments, questions, uh, or want to you know, talk about anything interesting regarding foods in the Twin Cities area, please feel free to give me a call here at the radio station, 651-234-79. I want to invite you to call in uh, and have any type of conversation. Um, yeah, I, I think it's important. Hello, that's what... The community radio station is for is for the community. Um, yes, I could share things about food and uh, food topics with you, but what good is just me talking to you? I want to hear what you have to say. It's interesting, and I want to hear your viewpoint on foods and food subjects. And maybe you have a, a resource that we need to know about that we you'd like us to share. Please feel free. You know. This is an open, how do I say, an open show. You know, feel free to give me a call. You could also, if you want to, you could always leave a, a email me, um, as well uh, or a message on Facebook. My email is theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com or, again, going to Facebook and send me a message uh, you know, through my Facebook page, which is the Unbougie Foodie. Um, now, after I have to, I said I was gonna kind of like leave dessert for for later, but I've come to it and I can't, I can't stop thinking about it. Now, mind you, I have to say that I was good um, when it came down to desserts. I clearly. I am doing my utmost to watch what I eat. And even though I'm talking about these food places and so forth, I'm either with folks. So we're able to share, you know, a, a plate or something. Uh, so, it, but the seafood thing is a totally different story because, well, you know, it's seafood. Uh, but otherwise, 
uh, other things, other times, other opportunities of um, having food is shared. And so coming to this donut shop and it is called the donut bar, donut bar of Las Vegas. If you are not familiar with this place, please get familiar, man. I'm telling you, they are located at 124 South 6th Street in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89101. Uh, a better descriptive area where they're located, they're about one block away from the Fremont Experience. And so if you've been to Vegas and you know about Fremont Experience, yeah, y'all need to, you need to, you need to get back down there. And man, Talk about being the top awarded donut shop in the United States. I mean, it has been featured on so many different things, on so many different channels and what, like Food Network, TripAdvisor. Again, this is not a sponsored uh, segment of the show regarding Donut Bar. So all of these other shows and Organizations are simply being mentioned on the part of the Ambushi Foodie. <laughs> but just to let you know how popular it is, I mean, it's been featured on so many different shows, and yeah. So, yeah. So, the only way that I found out about it, my sister uh, was like, hey, you know, she used to live in Vegas at one point. And so she was like, brother, we have to go to this place. And yeah, I don't eat donuts a lot, but here, man, this place is crazy. I mean, oh man, how, what do I, how do I, how do I even begin? <laughs> Shout out to Chef Jeff, Chef Jeff Thomas, man, he and his, I think his, I, I want to say it's his brother probably anyway his part he and his partner they had one in san diego and then they also opened another now this one in las vegas now mind you there are seven and i'm still trying to figure out where the seven are so i know with these two there's san diego and then there's las vegas but I can't find out about these other seven. I'm trying to figure out where these other seven are. Trust me, from the time that I got back last week, Saturday, uh, it's been a struggle <laughs> to try to figure out where, where, where is this thing? <laughs> where is Where are these other four or five? And it, it's, it's, it's work. I, I probably should have asked him specifically, but dang it, you know, but they have pop-up shops that they do as well, but I wanted to just kind of give you an idea of, I can't even really tell you. I could only go down the list and basically encourage you to go uh, and see the various types. I will tell you that (laughs) there is one (laughs) that is called the Big Papa. (laughs) That one has been featured on like the Steve Harvey show and many other shows as well. And the reason for that is because it is this humongous sized donut. Uh, It's like the, the palm of your hand almost, but you know, 
sprinkles and then jelly filled on i mean you'll see the jelly filling on top and then it these these donuts in general folks you you really have just got to appreciate the fact of having a really good donut and i'll explain more about that because there was a grilled cheese and a french toast breakfast that we went to that he invited us to to come back to that would have knocked your socks off i I don't know if you've ever had maybe some type of donut as like breakfast food yeah this big papa though (laughs) the last thing to really mention about it it has an entire pop tart on the inside so the one I had was a blueberry one, but I, they had strawberry, they had blueberry, and I believe they had like a cinnamon or something. But the blueberry with this blueberry pop tart on the inside, so it's actually baked in, so that basically the pop tart melts on the inside and fills up the rest of the donut, but it's still intact. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh man, it is so. It was so delicious. Uh, we tried ones uh, like a creme brulee. We're literally like with any creme brulee. And if you're familiar with creme brulee, there's that um, that cream, uh, rich cream on the inside. But then that outer uh, to get to that dessert itself, uh, you will have to use a spoon or something to crack the 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 the, the um, what do you call it? the caramel or the sugar um, uh, caramel on top. There's this donut literally has that glaze over it and you have to, as they described it, pop it, (laughs) which I thought was kind of odd and and weird and and strange. But I loved doing that. Uh, My sisters, you know, captured that on camera, but you really have to actually have a hold of it and snap it in half uh, to really enjoy it. Uh, and it's a mixture of the actual, uh, that hard sugary shell, the softness of the donut, and then even further the softness uh, and and you know cream filling of uh, well of the cream <laughs> that's there. So many different others. Uh, they had a, a, a cinnamon, a cinnamon. Um, a cinnamon roll with bacon on top like and not we're, we're not talking about little crumbles of bacon because you know there are some restaurants or, or some donut shops even within the twin cities right now that offer you know little donut with little crumble of bacon bacon bits and so forth and that's not what we're talking about we're talking about like <laughs> a inch uh five six pieces of bacon actually on top of the cinnamon roll and um man strab there was a strawberry cheese cream a strawberry cream strawberry cheesecake excuse me <laughs> a strawberry cheesecake donut <laughs> i want to say strawberry cream cheese donut strawberry cheesecake donut wonderful a little crumble of the graham crackers on top and then the cream filling mm. Okay, so we met him for the first... I, it, this was just so random. And even though, you know, we do, we kind of deal with spontaneity when we get together and do stuff. But 
this was just so random. So we went outside, we got some donuts, and we I went there just to say I'm going to taste, you know, there are three of us, so I thought we'd get one each or something like that. So I think I bought three or four. They gave us like 12 or 14 more donuts and said, here you go, this is for you. What? I literally had to give a box of boxes away. <laughs> to other family members and tell them please eat these but man they were just so delicious there's the one called the homer so this is again where it's kind of fashioned after you know the simpsons you know anytime that there is a, a donut um segment or homer is dreaming of a of a any type of donut there's this one like donut that's pink with like multicolored sprinkles that he's just he dies over he just yeah they have that same donut <laughs> the the wonderfulness behind everything that they make is just really really awesome uh, yeah gosh this grilled cheese donut Two monstrous donuts that sandwich egg and cheese that have been melted on a grill and then served with spicy mayo aioli and sriracha sauce that you're supposed to actually cut your your grilled cheese and then dip in. It, it is it is a wonderful mess. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And gosh, if I've never had a grilled cheese, I think I would have to have the grilled cheese in this manner <laughs> because it just says so much about and and you're probably thinking, OK, well, the donut is kind of, you know, there's that sweetness and the, and the savoriness of the, the egg or whatever. Perfectly balanced, perfectly balanced and I think if I weren't trying to be really, really nice about eating this food or even trying it out, because thankfully, thank goodness, man, my sisters were there because there was no way you know, that I was going to be able to really. Neither of us finished it. But man, oh, yeah, to have this by myself, I think it takes about two people to eat this. Um, but I would have smashed it down. <laughs> Uh, I like a, a flattened type of this thing is honestly it's probably about oof five or six inches in height because of the two donuts and then of course the egg and the cheese and I'm just so delicious. Then we have to move on to the French toast because that again is an, another another donut that has been griddled. And just hand prepared powdered sugar, butter on top, and then of course that wonderfulness of a warm maple syrup as it drizzled across that donut and it's laying there on your plate. Just <laughs> I know I'm trying to I'm trying to get you excited about it because honestly if there were something like that here in the Twin Cities, I I think I would have to definitely go there and 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 really enjoy myself further. Ugh, 
hopefully there is someone that has enjoyed this as well hi caller thanks for your phone call tell us your name and where you're calling from this is beverly and i am calling who is this who is this (laughs) so listening to you talk about (laughs) all food experience especially these donuts Uh uh-huh this is the this is what comes to mind. You know, the big bad wolf where he eats the grandmother whole mm-hmm. red riding whip. <laughs> I I just want to gobble up all the donuts. That is the word that I that I feel. I, I, I wish that my capacity to to was larger so that I could have gobbled up more of the donuts. I'm glad but we didn't though. I, I don't know, you know, you're doing it justice, but there's like a lustfulness that comes across when you're dealing with such delectable food. I just, you know, kudos to Chef Jeff, uh, to Donut Bar of Las Vegas, there's other locations like in San Diego or whatever, I don't know if you mentioned that or not. Yeah, I did. But, O-M-G. And it was such a treat. I think on top of how good the, the donuts were was the hospitality yeah. of, the, of the staff and of the uh, the servers. Because was I lying when I said about, uh, you know, we went there. I only got like, what, three or four donuts on our initial visit. And then they gave us like 12 or 14 other donuts. Yeah, we walked away with three boxes of donuts. Full boxes. We were like, what? what are we going to do with all of this? I mean, we did not eat all of those. Thankfully, I'm just man, so glad that we didn't. I tasted a little bit of each one. Oh, uh, hey, how did your uh, did the big papa make it home? The big papa made it home, and the big papa got eaten over a three day time period. Because <laughs> that's a heck of a whopper of a donut. I, I mean, don't know what they did? Like, did they take the um? Take the the pop tart, the blueberry pop tart, and wrap donut batter around it, and fry it, and then put all this goodness on top. Of it. I think that's exactly what they did. I honestly believe that because, however they did it, their technique is wonderful because the pop tart did not. It did not. I mean, it melted, of course, because of whatever yeah. heat or the, the the process or whatever. But still, it was it was intact. I mean, you saw the there was no. Oh gosh, it's just this blue mush or something. No, this thing was intact, and I was like, "This is some serious technique." Who, you know, however they did this, and I mean, I know I got the blueberry, and I like the blueberry, but I think I probably would have enjoyed the strawberry a whole strawberry. lot more. Mm. Yeah. Man, yeah. goodness gracious, I was just about what to talk about the. Well, I probably did talk. That's when you called, as I was talking about the French toast one, but that, I mean, that that grilled cheese, ugh. That was about what. Well, six... if if anyone saw my live, you saw me. Right, exactly. Very skillfully, I must add. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. This is my sister, y'all. If y'all are not familiar, she calls every now and then. But man, I I wish I wish I had an opportunity to tell um, Chef Jeff and his staff to probably to listen to the show. 
but if anything, I will, you know, the, my shows are recorded, so I'll give them an opportunity to to hear the show, um, you know, and and let them know that hey, it's recorded. Here's the a copy of it, um, you know, of the the recording of me talking about Donut Bar Las Vegas. I'm like. Like I said, I wish I knew what where these other locations are. It's the hardest thing to find. I mean, I know he told us about San Diego, but he's like, there's seven locations. And I'm like, where? <laughs> there's oh, it's not in Minnesota. <laughs> Twin Cities, this could be a motivating factor. I know. Venture out of your little alcove and go and visit. When, when you visit Las Vegas, Ugh. you must go to the Donut Bar and you must visit them as early as possible because usually they sell out every day. Exactly. Very much so. That is actually that's a very important point because with without the donuts, hello. But even even when they get to a certain part of the day, you know, I guess that's also when they are like, okay, these donuts need to go, and and it's probably better if you remember how well. This is a secret, y'all, but she knows because this this is something we probably both did. When we were chocolatiers at Godiva, at the end of the day, rather than literally throwing away dozens and dozens of strawberry, chocolate-covered strawberries, we would give them away. At least I did. Yeah. And so I think, likewise, Donut Bar is very, very similar in doing that. Rather than, you know, wasting it, why not give it away, you know? But but you know what I think that also speaks to the freshness. Exactly, they want it. Uh, they want to serve something fresh. Yeah, that they're fresh. That every the ones that that you eat are the ones that they made that day. Like you're thinking a donut shop. Okay, you walk into Winchell's and there's the donuts on display. No, they're actively in the kitchen. Exactly. Making certain orders and things that you that you uh, want to eat. As you request. Well, don't you remember when we went, when he invited us the next day to come to breakfast? Not that I thought that it was just going to already be like prepared already and we were just going to have to warm it up or whatever. He was over there at the griddle and they were individually calling, you know, out orders about, you know, grilled cheese or French toast or or one of you, both of them or something, you know what I mean? He's actually over there at the griddle preparing these things. So I'm looking at him preparing this grilled cheese and I'm like, this donut is, how, this is a lot of stuff. (laughs) And that French toast. Oh my gosh. I've been to the the donut bar before. I'm thankfully, you know, your sister recommended this place. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, kudos to me. Yes, <laughs> admittedly. But I, uh, I've gone there before, and I was not disappointed. I had two young girls with me, and we, I bought them the unicorn donuts, which aren't as cute as they were. It was delicious. That's another thing. Sometimes <laughs> when they use all the colors and all the flavors and stuff, it kind of takes away and gives it kind of this bitter, off the wall um, taste where it. It's just all about the decoration. It doesn't matter how it tastes. Mm. Not here. It it was just absolutely delicious and enjoyable. They make the environment, the atmosphere, the the people, even the drinks are good. So exactly. That, that her coffee was better than Starbucks. Mm. So, and she's not even a big coffee drinker. <laughs> but she loves Starbucks. She loves their frappuccino. Caramel frapp, that's her thing. 
but she said that the coffee was better than Starbucks, and that's saying a lot. There are so many donuts there. I mean, you you can't like oh yeah some okay like you could say at maybe Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts they've got about thirty or something like that. I honestly believe Donut Bar probably has them all beat, and I could totally see why they are they are literally called. And I, I have to correct myself because I thought it was it was just you know a most award winning donut bar or donut shop in the United States, but it's it's got a lot of awards worldwide too. And I'm like, wow, um, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> so man, I I look forward to going back someday. Uh, and again, giving him more props uh, about what he's doing because it is, yeah, gosh, it was a, it was such a great experience. I posted on your website that cool picture that you guys took together. I know, right? I will. I definitely will put it out there. I haven't had an opportunity to update the website, but it will be updated with these with these donuts and you know the picture of him. He's he's such a cool person. Uh, yeah. I mean, one, and I guess it, it comes in part of him offering, you know, hey, coming back, come back, are you available the next day or something like that? Come back and enjoy, you know, uh, basically a meal on me, if you would. Nothing I really ever expect, but it was just, you know, he was very personable. The staff was really great. Um, and, you know, it was it was just an awesome experience. It really, really was. And I, I look forward to going back someday. Someday. Hey, I, this is the last thing that I'm going to say. Mm. I, what was so unique and delicious at the same time, there's two donuts that you can't just bite into. You have to pop them open. We, I talked about that one. It was the creme brulee. So I'm late? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that creme brulee. <laughs> it's so authentic and true. Know, the actual, actual dessert. dessert. Yes. It's, it's amazing. This, this way you have to break the center mm. when you're eating corn brulee or break, not break the center, break the, the, the surface. Yep. The custardiness inside. You have to break the donut in half. And the... the top. It's just, oh. And these donuts are... Remember how, how light and fluffy and just buttery they were? They weren't it's almost like a beignet. Yeah, I, that's a very good, a very very good depiction of that too. It really is. It was just so delicious, and to actually have to do it that way, and even in some of the, uh, I think there's some Instagram photos I was looking at as well that you know you see someone actually with both thing, both holding it with both hands and cracking it in, you know, from up top or whatever. And I'm like, man, okay, I don't feel so bad, but. He would. They weren't kidding about that. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. this was delicious. Thank you for your phone call, sister. I love you. All right, I love you too, bro. All right. Uh, well, I already talked to them about. Uh, <laughs> so, thanks for your phone call. <laughs> but she was there. I was going to mention that she was there with um, um, Pier eighty eight. Uh, but she, you know, so she could kind of like chime in on that as well. But Donut Bar. Oh man. Uh, I'm glad that she called in and mentioned about Donut Bar. Huge, again, huge shout out to um, Chef Jeff and his staff. 
there at the Donut Bar, uh, Las Vegas. You guys are just doing some amazing stuff. Please keep it up. Um, I just know that in the Midwest, the Unbougie Foodie approves. <laughs> okay, really quick. There is this wonderful place uh, that I I've heard about. Have not had the had not had the opportunity to go to until very recently. It is called Estelle of Saint Paul, and gosh, it, the, first off, location. I will tell you location, location, location. <laughs> location is eighteen oh six Saint Clair uh, Avenue. That's Saint Paul, Minnesota five five one zero five. Uh, they do dinner Tuesdays through Thursdays, five to nine. Fridays through Saturdays, uh, five to ten, and Sundays from five to nine. Um, the bar, or for you know, adult beverages, it is Tuesday through Thursday, four p.m. Uh, to ten. Fridays set four to eleven. Sa- Sunday, uh, ooh, Friday to I'm sorry, let me go back. Friday to Saturday, four to eleven, and then Sunday, four to nine p.m. So. I see you <laughs> as our station manager. <laughs> anyway, um, about Estelle. Estelle is such a great place, y'all. I mean, if you've never had an opportunity to go there and have just kind of like an upscale uh, meal, I had this wonderful uh, dish. What was it called? Gosh, what was what was this thing called? I'm going to see if I can find it really quick. Uh, what was it? What was it? What was it? I can't find it. I'm, 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 I can't find, I can't seem to find it at the moment. Anyway, there was this, it was like a sandwich, but it was pork belly and probably if I could do a search on it, but anyway, it was pork belly and they were, and it was just like a, a Cuban sandwich almost. I wonder if I could find it from dinner. Um... Uh, yes, I did. Pork belly serenito. Uh, so it was prosciutto, um, pimento mayo, poblano escabeche. Um, uh, what is this? I, I'm not familiar with this last thing, which is uh, patatas um, bravas. But it was, like I said, it was like a, a, a Cuban sandwich, but with pork belly. And then the uh, the 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 when I say the chilies, the actual peppers that were served along with it because it was grilled, the poblano peppers, they were grilled the way that they were. It gave it that sweetness uh, that added so much more to the flavor of the pork belly. So good. If you've not had it, there are so many other things that I could talk about that are on the menu. I mean, I didn't have a, a number of other things other than two friends were there and they shared some other items with me as well. But if you ever go there Make sure that you're sitting near the end of the bar of the <laughs> having an adult beverage. Uh, but, you know, there's a record player. So this is just a thing. Maybe it's a secret and I probably shouldn't tell anybody. But if you're there every Thursday and you bring a record in and you play something, you will have an opportunity to have a free beverage. <laughs> so that's just a little inside <laughs> inside track or some that you might be interested in but it's a great place it's a wonderful place to you know have one side is you know for specifically bar um setting 
the other is actual dining where you really want to do a reservation so i i encourage you to do that um i'd love to talk more about that because it's a it's a great it's a great space although you can miss it you got to be careful where you how you you look for this place but again 1806 um st Clair avenue uh Gosh, it, and as they described it, um, Estelle brings the diverse flavors of Southern Europe to St. Paul, and it pairs with, you know, uh, different uh, other cuisines such as Portuguese, uh, Italian, Spanish, um, so much more. I would certainly encourage you to go there. Uh, the chefs that are working so uh, effortlessly to bring you comfort food, as well as, you know. Dr- drinks or <laughs> adult beverages really in a in a nice neighborhood setting um, it's a great atmosphere for you to go and visit so if you are interested or hey have any thoughts about maybe you have a date coming up uh, it's in the McGroveland area or neighborhood um, I think parking is I don't know it's, it's kind of all right. I don't remember them having off-street par- parking, I, although there there was kind of some space. But I don't remember. I went there in the evening, so I had the opportunity. It was like a Wednesday. Was it a Wednesday? No, it was actually a Sunday. And that was kind of odd because I don't normally go out, you know, on a Sunday in the evening like that because I have to work the next day. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it turned into a very, very long night. Just talking about food with friends, uh, learning more about the chefs and what they do, um, the different um, uh, type of dishes that they are actually preparing. I, I, I like the place. And that was my first time going there. It made you feel very uh, relaxed uh, and comfortable to be there. So you definitely, when I tell you, um, make sure you go there to visit. Um, it'd be great for you to you know, take a friend uh, and just enjoy yourself there. Oh, man. So, okay. As you all know, when you hear that silence in the background, that means that we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, once again, as always, I want to thank you all so much for your support of uh, the Ambuji Foodie. Know that I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on 104.7 FM, WEQYLP St. Paul. Uh, We are, as you know, the voice of the East Side and will continue to remain uh, remain so. Uh, Make sure that you follow me on Facebook and social media and so forth. So again, the Unbuji Foodie, uh, the Unbuji Foodie. Uh, on Twitter, excuse me, on Instagram, and then at Foodie on uh, Twitter. So as I end the show, as I end every show, I want to encourage you once again, never let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because it is the type of food experiences and stories that brings us together as a community and strengthens us. Until next time, people, next week, peace. And now, taste it. Sit down with the unbougie food day.